Workday afternoon replay from Money FM 89.3. The Soul of Business with Clarissa Montero on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome to The Soul of Business on Money FM 89.3. Homage provides trusted nursing and home care by local caregivers and nurses, matching the best care pros to deliver quality care. Homage serves as a platform to assist senior citizens with personalized care. Money FM 89.3 welcomes Melissa Chan, Head of Community and Outreach at Homage to discuss care for the elderly, the project we forgot, and working with senior citizens. Welcome, Melissa, to the show. Tell us what we all need to know about Homage and what it does for seniors. Thank you. Thanks, Clarissa, for, for inviting us down today to talk more about the work that we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Homage essentially is a platform for you know families that require additional support, whether mm-hmm. it's nursing support, uh, caregiver support, um, and, and the large part of caregiving is the activities of daily living. Mm-hmm. So simple things like showering, uh, dressing, eating, some companionship. Uh, so we provide trained care professionals to families that require that support. Um, and this is enabled by technology through an app, uh, through a platform. Uh, families are able to book care on demand um, from an hour to 24 hours um, and, and really personalise based on what their care requirements are. Okay, you're talking about families who might have domestic help. Yeah, um, so these are families that may be caring for loved ones with dementia, mm-hmm. Parkinson's. Um, you know, sometimes, especially with our aging population and with sm- smaller family units, mm-hmm. um, there are lesser people within a family to help give that care. Mm-hmm. Uh, in what we call informal caregiving. Um, so you need that extra help, right? right? And when you need that extra help, maybe it's sending your parent for a medical appointment. Mm-hmm. Um, then, you know, what are your options? So a large part of that, we do have a lot of families that reach out for for, um, medical escort services. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, families are able to book that care, uh, place their requests, speak to our care advisors, um, and then they are able to, even down to things like if they have specific questions for the doctors, uh, they are able to put all of that within the app. Um, and then from there, you know, through our through our technology and through the smart matching algorithm, um, it will find and filter out be, uh, the best care professional that uh, is is suited for your parent. And then the care professional will go go to your parents, you know, place if you're living away from your parents, pick them up, you know, bring travel them travel with them to the hospital, uh, wait with them in the clinic, go in with them, see the doctor, ask the questions that you have. Um, essentially, being that warm body um, for for you. Um, if, if you can't, if be, you there can't be there yourself, if you have to work, if you're traveling for work, um, and then you know all the way down to picking up medication, sending them home, and within an hour, um, our care professionals will be keying in a post visit summary, and then from wherever you are, you'll be able to view that. Uh, that how that visit went. Um, so this is especially meaningful for for um, you know uh, family caregivers that are caring from a distance. 
you know, a lot of people are working overseas nowadays. Uh, you, we have caregivers based in London uh, from Singapore that wants to be in touch uh, with that, that caregiving for their parent. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is a solution that helps them. Um, and, and being able to view these visit summaries allows them to, to be kept in the loop of that care process. Right. And that's interesting because I was the primary caregiver for my mom when she was terminally ill. And if nothing else, it would have been fantastic for me if I could just say, I need to step away from this for an hour or two and still know that she had great care because I was tired. Maybe I just needed a nap. You know, and it's as simple as that sometimes for some for a professional to step in and take over. So I know that she's in good hands so that I can get some care for myself. Exactly. I mean, I think, you know, that's that's exactly the point and, um, you know, that's what we call respite care. Mm-hmm. Um, the concept of respite care, I, I think in Singapore, a lot of people, maybe because it's our culture, mm-hmm. you know, or, or just the stigma around it, like people tend not to talk about the kind of help that they require or the kind of help that they need. Um, and we underestimate, you know, how one to two hours or three hours of just getting someone in in a week um, can give you that short break to mm-hmm. recharge, uh, right. to give you that time away um, so that you can focus on yourself. Um, and, you know, it's, it, at the end of the day, it's about trust. It's about trusting that the person that you're bringing into your home is someone that can that can support you when, when you are taking time off. Uh, because a lot of family caregivers, one of the one of the big reasons why people don't take or pick up respite care is because of, of that factor of trust. Um, and because they don't trust, um, then there's that guilt that forms. Mm-hmm. Um, and they feel like, uh, you know, I can't leave my parent with someone that I don't know. Um, I can't leave my parent with, with someone that, um, you know, may, may not know how to give that best care. Um, but with a platform and being able to input all that information, you know, our, our care professionals, they take photos of the activities that are done, you know, during sometimes it's companionship sessions. And, you know, that, that plays a big part in, in helping to reassure the family caregiver. Okay, we are speaking to Melissa Chan, Head of Community and Outreach at HomeEdge, to discuss care for the elderly and the project we forgot. Let's talk about the project we forgot. Yeah, so Project We Forgot, um, you know, is essentially is a community for caregivers to persons with dementia. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was started about five years ago, um, largely inspired by my personal journey in caring for my dad with young onset dementia. Right. Um, so my dad was about 54 when he was diagnosed mm-hmm. and I was about 14 years old. Right. Um, we had a bit to be young to be caring for someone... Yeah, my my mom was the main caregiver, and you know I have an elder brother and younger sister, so it was three of us kids. My mom, my mom being the main caregiver, working full time, you know, caring for my dad. And back then, you know, internet was not, you know, the the biggest resource for yep. my mom. Um, so that meant, uh, you know, daily figuring out how to give care for my father and what was going to happen to him over the course of 10 years. Um, it is very tiring um, and as, as, as a caregiver to be in that role. Um, so, you know, being inspired from that experience with my father, you know, I realised that 
very little people talk about their their personal experiences. Sure. Um, and also when you Google like dementia uh, back then when I when I started Project We Forgot, um, you you don't see very localized experiences of how people manage situations like that at home. Um, so so with that, you know, inspired to start Project We Forgot, you know, having online guides, content, resources, uh, support events, uh, forums where caregivers and experts come together. Um, Was it free access for people with Project yeah, Forgot? Yeah. You know, when, when we first started, we, we focused uh, primarily on the younger caregivers because mm-hmm. that's where um, I came from. Right. Um, so when we talk about young, we talk about the 39 and below. Mm-hmm. But then we had a lot of people above that 39 age group that were like, ah, you know, we, we appreciate the work that you're doing, the content that you're putting out. But it feels like we, we can't access it, you know. And, and that helped us recognize uh, we have a few like core members for Project I Forgot that helped us recognize that you know um, the demographic of, of of people accessing information like people accessing information is changing a lot more people are going online uh, a lot more people are tech savvy um, and we wanted to provide the avenue of support um, through digital platforms okay and Project We Forgot grew yeah in five years I, you know it's on day one, it was really just about putting stories out there, mm-hmm. um, putting stories and faces and experiences out there of, of what it means to care for someone um, living with dementia, what it means to care for someone on a day-to-day basis. For example, if, you know, on experiences like when I looked at my dad and he would not remember who I am, uh, you know, or when my dad went missing for for you know two days and, and that happens to a lot of people yeah but we don't talk members, about it yeah. we don't talk about it we and because people don't talk about it you then don't know how to deal with it mm-hmm. um yeah so over the over the course of five years um working very closely with different stakeholders from corporates to to government uh you know to people on the ground to caregivers um and understanding all of that um you know earlier this year coming together with homage to now be able to extend that work mm-hmm. um you know supporting caregivers uh you know, a large percentage of our, 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 our care recipients are living with dementia at homage. Uh, so supporting this park bucket, but also looking beyond that and understanding how we can support uh, care- caregivers across different conditions. We're speaking to Melissa Chan, Head of Community and Outreach at Homage. We're talking about care for the elderly. Now, I think every Singaporean has got an elderly family member, a parent, a grandparent that in some way, shape or form we are caring for, whether we are helping to pay for their stay in an aged home, whether they are at home with us and we have help that we've hired to be there for them when we can't be. We Because of the aging population, I think all of us have some personal relationship with caring for the elderly. Now, what you're talking about is caring for elderly sick and that's more um, challenging, I would say. So let's talk about some of that that work. What are the challenges with caring for, um, or or that you face with homage with people who are elderly and they're sick? Yeah, I think um, even before we go into the actual caregiving mm. process, I, I think it's important to highlight how um, a lot of people still don't identify with the term caregiver. Mm-hmm. Um, 
they would say, oh, someone in my family has a certain condition, uh, but they don't identify with the term and they don't recognize that they need that help. Right, so that's that's first step, uh, recognizing that you need help, absolutely, um, and recognizing that you know, like what your options are, mm-hmm. right? And then the next step is, uh, you know, also not waiting to the point where you're at uh, what we call like the high levels of burden. Mm-hmm. So you know, that's that's where you're extremely stressed out, um, and and risk of burnout is is extremely high. Sure, um, but looking way ahead, you know, before that and and recognising that, okay, at the start, um, maybe it's just bringing in someone to help care for my parent, um, to provide companionship, to do some light activities, um, to do some light exercises. So I get that, I start building up that momentum and I start building up that that practice of bringing in someone to help care. Um, Of course, you know, when we talk about some of the problems, then it's about conditions like dementia, Mm -hmm. uh, when an individual or when a care recipient can no longer um, remember what their likes or preferences or dislikes are, Mm -hmm. um, then communication becomes a huge barrier between the care recipient and uh, the care professional. Right. Um, And that means that there's a lot more trial and error that's required for the care professional to be able to understand how to give that care. Um, Because you may be giving you know, personal care to a senior with dementia. Um, and this may include, um, you know, pers- uh, activities of daily living support, things like showering, dressing, helping them start the day fresh. Mm-hmm. But if, you know, this senior doesn't like to shower in the early morning, then how do you tackle such a, such a situation? Um, and how do you know in advance that these are the preferences of that senior? Um, and this goes down to personalised care, person-centred care, caring for a person not based on a set of rules, but caring for a person based on what their likes, their dislikes, their preferences are. Um, if we are doing activities, then are we going to you know, bring in a set of art activities when they don't like art at all. Right. Yeah, so these are some of the, the areas that we, we have to tackle. Um, but at the end of the day, with our care professionals, you know, delivering care on the ground, it's, it, every day it's, it's always about, you know, giving the most person-centered and personalized care to care recipients. Okay, and if somebody's listening to this and feels that they need assistance from homage, then how do they get in touch with you? Yeah, so they can call us um, or they can reach us on our website. Mm-hmm. Uh, so homage.sg. Um, you'll be able to have a chat with us. You can talk to us on Facebook. Um, you, you know, and our care advisors will be able to speak to you. Sometimes families don't know what they need. Uh, caregivers don't know the kind of help that they need. Um, and with our care advisors, they'll be able to give you uh, advice right on on what best suits you at that at this point in time uh, based on what your preferences are all right thank you so much melissa chan head of community and outreach at homage for coming in and talking to us and showing us some of the options that we can have for caring for our elderly this is money fm 89.3 money fm 89.3 pays tribute to iconic music To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.